Hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to Calcutta to Carrington where we'll be discussing all things Indian cricket and Man United my name is Nishant Varghese and this is my first ever podcast on today's pod we'll be discussing the recently concluded India Bangladesh T20 series i think this series was the most competitive cricket india has played over the last 4 to 5 months post the world cup um we played cricket in the west indies and um, we also played south africa at home uh it was if i remember right a mix of um, test matches and and t20s and uh, we were quite dominant except um for one game against against south africa where we were um where we were beaten quite comprehensively but apart from that i think um we were we were extremely dominant um across all formats in fact in the test series it was uh it was almost a no contest um you know across both the teams um i felt the to some extent the the games against west indies were slightly more competitive than south africa which was unexpected but then you know we can also cut some slack um for the south africans as they are probably in a transition period um however the performance was really not up to the mark um so to that extent i feel this um the series against bangladesh was was a refreshing refreshing change and and i know that because i was watching the game uh, yesterday and this new boy uh bangladesh's opener naim who was uh, playing a fantastic innings um and he he pretty much made the cut because tamim ikbal couldn't make um, couldn't make it um and when he was bowled i believe by shivam dube i actually celebrated and you know it was it was it was i felt surprised myself that you know i'm reacting like that so i think in my in my head as an indian fan um who to a large extent and this is with you know all due respect all the respect to bangladesh uh, in my head you know they were not really a big threat but i think over the course of the last couple of years this rivalry is has really grown um and to to a lot i mean to a major extent i think this the seriousness of this rivalry really began um when we uh, when we played them um, in the quarter final of um, the world cup in australia where they were really good and you know before the game although we were favorites but um you know one could sense that anything could happen because on their day they were really good and right after that series was um when we went to bangladesh uh, i think that was the debut uh, tournament for mustafizur and uh, you know he really dominated us and i think that was the first time that that we lost a uh, one day international uh, tournament to bangladesh um and i think that's when this this entire rivalry uh, if i may say so sort of kick started and um, how refreshing is this rivalry to be honest i mean we've um, i am i've grown up in the 90s and um, you know i remember the really um strong rivalry we used to have with pakistan and and sri lanka um you know in asia and um to a major extent i would say you know in the 90s we were neck and neck with sri lanka 
you know after their resurgence around 1995 96 and you know during that during that small period between i don't know 96 and 99 where um jaisuriya and de silva were um, really taking the game away um they they even dominated us um and with pakistan you know it was quite um, um, it was quite clear that in the 90s um, you know they they sort of dominated us uh, without a shadow of a doubt um as we went through um, you know the next few years with with ganguly's captaincy and as we became um, a stronger cricketing nation uh, um you know we sort of turned the tables um um it was still a pretty decent rivalry in the in the 2000s but i think over the last decade or so we've seen that pakistan and sri lanka have really fallen from um you know from their perch and um, you know it's it's actually been really disappointing um to see where their cricket has um, um has gone or is going and i really hope uh, you know they can really look at fixing some of the fundamental issues that they have within their board um you know within their selection committees um and really figure out what they need to do to you know come back to top again i mean, i think there are some good signs and um in recent times we've seen some really good young talent um that has come through in sri lanka and and then we've got players like babar azam and uh, and shaheen afridi in pakistan who are really good uh but collectively i think they need to they need to really up their game and it 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 will be a few years um before they before they sort things out and i think um it's 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 a much bigger issue there than just uh solving for their cricketing problems i think structurally and um you know um, politically there are there are issues over there that they need to look at um and and really you know go and figure out things at the grassroots level that will really fix things anyway so coming back to the india bangladesh um, story so like i said i think this is it's it's good um for cricket in the subcontinent that this rivalry is really building up um you can one can sense that bangladesh is not really overawed uh, by india like they used to be in the past i think whenever they play india they they genuinely feel that you know they can uh, um they can defeat us and um, you know they've come very close in a lot of important games over the last two years but somehow um they've not been able to cross the line in in some in some really high pressure situations and that's what we saw in the last game at darkpur yesterday i think what they what they um essentially need to do is you know in that really crunch situation someone needs to hold their hand up and i think the um senior pros like your mushfiqurs and mamadullahs um really need to take more responsibility when it comes to you know some of these situations and uh, um you know that will help them cross the line because um that will be the next um stage of evolution um they can definitely do it i think they've got a lot of talented um, uh, cricketers and as you can see um, with the uh, with the example of uh, the opener yesterday they have a lot of good young talent coming through as well so um i think this india bangladesh is is a watch the space sort of scenario i think it's going to um i think it's going to really build up into a, a really 
um, solid story over the next few years. Uh, and I think it's important that Indian cricket embrace this uh, to an extent by uh, you know playing more cricket um, against Bangladesh, uh, especially more test cricket. The more they play test cricket, I think the more it will be beneficial for them to um, really grow in the game. Um, and the good thing about um, a cricketing country like Bangladesh is when they come to India, they're not going to be uh, they're not going to be uh, intimidated by the crowds uh, or the pitches. I think the conditions are pretty similar um, uh, in in Bangladesh as compared to India, especially the wickets. You know they turn square. Uh, in fact, there are some test matches where um, you know the the Bangladesh team has played only spinners, um, and also they get fantastic crowds and really raucous atmospheres. So um, whenever they come to India, I think um, they are well suited from a conditions aspect to. Um, to really do well here and as you can see um, um, you know as we have seen over the course of the last three games um, you know they performed really well and uh, I think uh, this is going to be fun and I'm really looking forward to the to the test series um, it's definitely going to be um, a hard-fought series um, I am I am keen to see you know how Bangladesh perform in the in the test scenario i've not really seen them play too much um, of red ball cricket and uh, this is going to be a very interesting challenge for them um, we'll i'll try and do a more detailed preview um, right before the right before the series starts but i'm really excited um, i think india start as firm favorites for sure but uh, uh, i think bangladesh could spring a surprise and especially because we have a day night test in calcutta we don't know how uh, these players are going to uh, react to the pink ball so uh, it could be anyone's game but uh, but yeah i mean i'm excited and i think it's going to be it's going to be a great uh, great uh, series so right so um, let's talk about the games itself i think uh, delhi obviously was um, was not a great performance uh, by india um, i think um, Mushfiku really took the game away. Um, I think obviously the Pandya catch was uh, um, was the game changer. Um, had he taken that, we probably would have crossed the line. Uh, you never know in T Twenty cricket. Um, but yes, I think uh, all round they were a, they were a better team than us. I think it was also quite clear in this uh, in all these three games that you know India's inexperience really stood out was very surprising to see the lack of energy on the field um, you know really ma- making a mockery of a, a lot of simple chances when it when it came to catches or runouts um, so the the intensity that you typically associate with an Indian team off late um, was missing um, and you know that's to some extent because you know these were all cricketers who are trying to find their feet and um, you know there was a there was a lot of nerves and um, inexperience over there that obviously doesn't help. Um, Rajkot was a totally different story. I think it was uh, um, it was the hitman show. Uh, it was just brutal hitting. Um, some of the sixes that he hit in that in that innings was just unbelievable. Um, I I really loved uh, his his comments after the game where he 
where he spoke about um, how strength is not a fundamental criteria for six hitting and how uh, you know you need to you need to have great balance and you need to have um, you know good timing um, and that's that's essentially how rohit sharma plays i think um, the way he sets up before the shot is so phenomenal it's um, it's just absolute stillness and balance that really lends into uh, the great timing that that he anyway possesses and um, it was just um, unbelievable batting and um, uh, yeah he he's continued his good form uh, that that we've seen in the world cup uh, um, and the test series against south africa and um, like um, i believe harsha said he's the batsman of 2019 and uh, he's in that um, he's in that really prime form um, of um, of his career and it it's it's good for the next few years of indian cricket to to have a rohit sharma who's um, you know in a situation like this um, i think he is also in a very calm mental space uh, as he has himself said and that that is definitely reflective um, in the way he's batting um uh, he's one of he's one of these sto- he's one of these characters who there's a lot there's a lot always said about him um i was in fact a uh, a really big um uh, you know i i would always uh, think that rohit sharma will not make it i i would always question his mental attributes but then it's good to see the strides that he's taken um and it's and it's all about i think the small little mental shift he's made in his um you know the mental the mental shift he's made uh, when it comes to reacting to situations um he he is he's really calm on and off the field and and it really shows and i think his stint with mumbai indians as captain has has really helped as they say um you know the ipl is a um, uh, is is the kind of scenario where you are constantly faced with pressure situations and it's pretty similar to a you know um big t te- a big international game so you know captaining that and winning that tournament uh, does help and uh, um, i think it's just added uh, it's just added to his game and you know uh, i think we are we are going to see a lot more in the coming years so yeah rajkot was uh, um you know we we completely dominated that game uh it was almost as if uh, we were embarrassed by the first first defeat and it was the first time i think bangladesh defeated india in a t20 game so uh we wanted to set it right um nagpur was um a really good game i think it was it was bangladesh's game to to win with 5 to 6 overs remaining it was just shocking to see them collapse um i think that's essentially because of you know what i said earlier um which is um, you know they they just need to show the right composure when it comes to a really crunch pressure situation and this is not the first time that they've crumpled when when playing against india um they they really let go of easy situations that you know they could have they could have taken advantage of in yesterday eight wickets in hand um required run rate of 8 and a half with a couple of batsmen in really good nick and dew on the ball they should have closed it out but um, um i think we uh, 
we showed that if you hang in there and uh, you know do the right things um, uh, with an inexperienced side or uh, you know with a side like bangladesh which probably does not face as many crunch situations um, you know there is always a chance and um, you know all the credit to chahar and uh, dubey and also chahal in his last over uh, to to bowl with uh, a real composure with the ball being wet um, and you know the conditions not being great for bowlers um yesterday's game was a real indication of uh, where india is as a as a cricketing nation i think we were probably just about 50 to 60% strong in terms of our first team um you know pretty much half the team were uh, were a lot of youngsters and inexperienced cricketers and it was good to see that a lot of the youngsters really um you know held up their own and uh, took india to victory um definitely super impressed by ayer uh, i think um, you know he's he's he is the one to watch out for i would i would even go to the extent of saying that i would pick him over thawan and uh, uh, rahul uh, in my 11 in probably both the t20s and one day internationals um i know that you know it's a tough one with dhawan but uh, i do think that you know he's he's really on a downhill curve and uh, he does have those big innings as we saw against um, which team was it i think was it, i think it was australia in the world cup i think he does have that innings in him where he can really dominate but then the consistency is not the same as before and yes every now and then there will be an icc tournament that comes and you know he'll uh, he'll he'll play a he'll play a, a very uh, he'll play a number of dominating innings but uh, you know it's it's just not the same consistency that we need in the top order and also you know persisting with a player like dhawan and giving rahul so many chances although rahul was great yesterday but then you know just looking at the last couple of years uh, it also means that we don't really get a look in uh, when it comes to a sanju samson or a Uh, or asuri kumar yadav and even nitish rana uh, to that um, to that extent so yeah i think uh, you know my top 3 would be sharma ayer and kohli and uh, you know rahul could definitely come in and you know the talent is always there uh, just like rohit sharma i think rahul needs to put a price on his wicket and uh, you know really sort his mind out um which which would which would really help his game i feel and yesterday was good uh, we just need to see him do that more consistently um chahar was absolutely brilliant um i think we found our third seamer um in fact you know on current form he would be uh, selected uh, ahead of uh, bhuvneshwar um but i think uh, you know we'll go into the um, the more uh, important games closer to the world cup with uh, bumrah bhuvi and chahar um, you know if all of them are fit and uh, ready to go um, so yeah i think a lot of good signs washington sundar has has impressed very consistent uh, you know bowls good lines and lengths uh, keeps it simple and uh, you know he can he can play the long handle as well um so overall uh, looking good and i think there are a lot of positives that that we can take in terms of at least selection and um 
guys like Ayer and Chahar are definitely going to make uh, uh, the World Cup squad, which is which is great news. Um, and um, I think Dhawan and Rahul still have to prove a little more. Uh, Dhawan definitely, um, you know, I think his his place is uh, under a bit of uh, pressure, and uh, you know, let's see how he copes with it in the coming games. So yeah, um, I think um, overall this was this was a fun series, and uh, you know, I was glued to all the all the three games, and uh, you know, I hope I hope to see more cricket between India and Bangladesh. I think there's a um, there's this sense of um, um, there's there's this sense of story that's that's really developing with with this rivalry. Um, you know, you can you can almost feel that the Bangladeshis really want uh, you know to to beat the Indians in uh, you know in in one big game or in one big series, and uh, you can see that desperation almost. And I feel that probably. That desperation is what is hampering them from crossing the line. I think what they need is a bit of calmness under pressure. Um, that um, that would definitely help. But yeah, uh, this is going to be exciting, and I hope we see a lot more cricket between India and Bangladesh. So right, so that's that's it for for today's pod. Um, this is this is my first attempt. So hopefully you guys like it and uh, you know i'll i'll come back again with the um, uh, with more analysis on 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 cricket um and also you know talk a little bit about man united which is uh, which is the team i follow um you know it's been an interesting ride uh, the last few years uh, being a man united fan uh, but uh, you know as they say hope is a good thing and yeah um you know we'll we'll also talk about um, some united games in in future podcasts that's it from from me today um i i hope to record one more episode hopefully um, in a week's time um and maybe we can preview uh, the the test series against bangladesh all right good night folks